0: Hey everyone, before we get to this week's Glass Seats episode, where we talk about the Pacific Division preview, we are putting in this little insert here because uh, we have some news to share. Uh, Mike Babcock, coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, is no longer the coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. (laughs) That was quick. Didn't even make it to preseason, Um, didn't even coach a single game behind the bench, not even a practice. Nope. So, uh, Viddy, do you want us to give us a quick summary of what happened to Mike Babcock? (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. So... Basically, we're recording this on Tuesday, September 19th. This happened a couple of days ago. Um, so basically, Paul uh host of Spin Chicklets, also a former uh, NHL player. He's on the NHL and TNT panel. He gets a text from a current Columbus Blue Jackets player um, stating that Babcock is making players uh, come, into the, come into his office and airplay their phone camera roll to the office to see in quotes what type of person they are keep in mind uh this is like their first meeting with babcock yeah like actual like like, this is everyone's coming to columbus training camp is about to start and babcock is meeting these players for the first time yeah yeah so um that already like set off like you know alarm bells for for um for biz and he called him out on the podcast he called out babcock on the podcast uh the Blue Jackets organization responds, the PR team responds, puts out a statement um, with Boone Jenner, their captain, and, and Babcock's um, individual statements saying that it was nothing like that. You know, it was blown out of proportion. It was a good chat. Uh, keep in mind that, you know, Boone Jenner is the captain and one of the older guys on the team. Um, and so as a result of all this, uh, Spin Chicklets and specifically Paul Bissonnette doubles down. Um, continues to call him out on Twitter there's a lot of like online traction a lot of online negative publicity so eventually the NHLPA um players association investigates into the situation um and that's where we reached the the conclusion that you know Babs is departing this coaching job um they say it was on you know a mutual parting of ways but th- that's kind of what we wanted to talk about here like the thoughts behind it and who was right who was wrong and based on this action I mean It sounds like Babs hasn't actually changed. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And And Toronto Babs. And I think uh, the key distinction here on like when you're talking about who's wrong, who's right. Like I'm not calling or we're not calling Boone Jenner a liar. No. Boone Jenner might have been fine with it. Yeah. Johnny Goudreau, who also put out a statement um, saying that was okay. He asked about photos of my family, might have been fine with it. Yeah. The problem arises because those players are veterans their spot in the NHL is secure. And they have nothing to hide either. They, yeah. I'm For assuming, the most part. <laughs> yeah, based on their statements, I'm assuming they have nothing to hide yeah. because they were comfortable showing their phones. The problem, and they both, or uh, Goudreau said, if I was uncomfortable, I would have told Babcock, no, I'm not going to show you my phone. The problem is players who aren't veterans, like Goudreau and Boone Jenner, would not be able to do that because Babcock is in a position of power. Mm-hmm. Imagine this is your shot at the NHL and if Babcock doesn't like you, you're not going to get that shot. Mm-hmm. So maybe you feel forced to comply with whatever he asks for. Yeah. Right. And this is where a player could be uncomfortable. Biz never said who the player was that uh, alerted him, but this is where that could have started. Mm. And looks like from the PA's investigation that that was the case. Mm. That there were players who were uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. And I said this on the episode where we talked about Babcock getting hired. I said it in yep. our Metropolitan Preview, yep. if you have young, a lot of young players on your team, Babcock is not the coach for you. Yeah, and I'm almost certain I said, oh, maybe he's changed. Clearly not. <laughs> yeah. Clearly not. And for so. those of you unfamiliar, you can go back and listen to those episodes, but the TLDR is uh, when he was coaching in Toronto, he had similar mind games. He pulled with Mitch Marner, who was a young star there, mm-hmm. where um, he asked Mitch to rate or rank his teammates based on the most hard working, yeah. or something yeah. said it would be private and then made it public, something like that. Yeah. He disclosed it to the rest of the team, I believe. Um, yeah. And as a rookie, that's horrifying. So basically Babcock has a history of abusing his power. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, uh, the biggest issue here is, um, I don't think this is, you know, this was Babcock's chance to redeem himself, I guess you could say. And I think at this point, he's blacklisted himself further than Joel Quenville has. Um, it's almost, it's that, obviously not to the extent of, you know, covering up, you know, an assault case. This is, this is pretty bad. <laughs> this is pretty bad. I, I think, I think Babcock has just shown he's, he's done coaching yeah. because he can no longer connect with this generation of players, right? Yeah. you you've aged out Babcock. That's what it is, what it is. But like there's player or there's coaches older than him that aren't doing this yeah but they adapted that okay. clearly did not fair enough fair enough i did see a lot of comments saying like oh bring in bruce boudreau yeah the, <laughs> the players coach when everybody loves yeah bruce boudreau yeah and i was like is that is that gonna i don't know if that's gonna solve columbus's problems that's not even the point we're trying to make here but yeah and for now columbus has named one of their assistants head coach yes. uh vincent was his name yeah so um i guess that's what columbus will do for the time being yeah um yeah but in my opinion this sounds like the the permanent can for for mike babcock i don't see this man coming back great great you know legacy with with detroit winning the stanley cups he did do a lot of work with toronto ended terribly um but uh i i don't see him coming back from this (laughs) yeah um i think it's just too risky to hire him right um the one thing i do want to highlight about the story that i think is positive yes is the fact that the nhlpa did an investigation yeah that's fantastic quickly. very yeah. quickly that's fantastic, and I say that because historic since when we've been following the sport and we follow it pretty closely mm-hmm. can you remember any other time no the p a did something no when i when I got here to record this this whole uh segment we're doing right now I was not even aware that they did an investigation. That's how I was surprised. I kind of just like, we talked about it over text and we were like, all right, I thought that was going to be the end of it just because that's how the NHL PA usually rolls. <laughs> yeah. Has the PA done anything except negotiate during lockouts? That's no. the only thing I can remember. Yeah. And for people who were asking for progress from what happened with the Chicago Blackhawks, yeah. what happened with Babcock in Toronto. This is what it looks like. This is progress. And I understand it's disappointing that Babcock was hired at all. Yeah. Like, you ask anyone who pays attention to hockey, they could have told you this was coming. hmm Right? I been, tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. It would have been surprising if this didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. You that's, know? that's a better way to put it. Yeah. And, but the fact that there are people making progress to make hockey a safer place for its players. Yeah. Is, I think, great. Yeah. So, I do want to say positive to the NHLPA for doing their job mm-hmm. and getting in there. And for Paul Bissonette bringing it to public's attention, using his platform for good and standing his ground too. I mean, yeah. like when you see like all the, even we weren't sure what to make of it. Like when you see all these people saying like, Oh, you guys are frauds. You guys are spreading fake news, whatever. Yeah. It's easy to be like, all right, whatever. I'm just not going to deal with this. He doubled down and did, ended up doing the right thing, you know? Um, yeah. and you know, that's, <laughs> that is honestly good journalism. Like you want to be telling the truth. You want to be getting the actual story out there and, you know, props to that whole team for doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah, Babcock bites the dust, and uh, it's going to be a new start in Columbus before the start even happened. Yep, yep, and we will get into all of that on this podcast, but for this week, enjoy our uh, Pacific Division preview. Yep. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Glass Seats Podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. My name is Bernal, and this is our last preview. Yes. Thank so, God. Save the best for last. Of course. <laughs> West Coast boys. We are doing the Pacific Division last, baby. I I don't know if I would say the best for last (laughs) in terms of state. It's the best in my heart. Okay, got it. All right. (laughs) I was like, in terms of rankings, I wouldn't put this as the best, but um, yeah, I think Metro's got that unlocked. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I would say Pacific second uh okay all right. all right let's let's just talk about it let's, let's talk, talk about, about it, it. Yeah. all right we're doing season previews how we do this we're going to talk about each team each team is going to get a rank from each of us either as a contender meaning they're going to fight for the cup uh playoff team they'll make the playoffs maybe not win the cup mm-hmm. fringe team they may or may not make the playoffs lottery team they're not going to make the playoffs they're mm-hmm. going to be concerned about the draft lottery mm-hmm. and at the end of the episode we will give our one to eight prediction of the division mm-hmm. Shall we get started? Let's do it. Yeah. Starting in near Disneyland with the Big Bad Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, not uh, n- not much. Uh 7th in the lottery it, or 7th in the division for me, uh lottery team. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I they they've had some they've had some good additions in terms of uh the draft. You know, I think they they did pick second overall. Mm-hmm. Um I don't believe uh Carlson's playing this year. Yeah, I don't think so. But um you know, I this is a team that's still in their rebuild and that's totally fine. So yeah. I think um they were rebuilding last year, they're gonna be rebuilding this year. Uh they did get some nice like veterans like yeah. Alex Kalorn, Radko Gudis. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh we'll see how long those guys stick around. But yeah. they have more than one year yeah. deals. So Kalorn is yeah, Clorne's at least I think a four year maybe. Yeah. Something like that. So I think you're starting to see the pieces come into place, yes. right? Like you're gonna expect Leo Carlson to come in maybe next season or the season after that. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have some veteran depth at that point, you know, Calorne, mm-hmm. goodis. Um, they'll have some size. You know, Anaheim, as we know, as uh, Sharks fans in the uh 2010s uh, and kind of the two thousands also mm-hmm. were this big hitting team, right? Yeah. The old NHL was like that, but Anaheim was good at it. They'd yeah. grind you, they'd hit you. It was yeah. a physical game. Yeah. I there was one I, the season that San Jose won the president's trophy. They yeah. went up against Anaheim, and Anaheim embarrassed them. Just yeah. size first difference. Round was, exit. Yeah, yeah, first round. Not even seven games. I think it was six. Yeah. So just embarrassed them. Yeah. Well, just on a long list of Sharks okay. embarrassments. Well, but <laughs> We don't need to talk about all that. <laughs> um, but yeah. anyway, uh, I don't think they've lost that identity. No. Right? They're, you know, someone like Gouda says, that's a physical player. Yeah. Anaheim is retaining the tough, tough guy, you know, mentality. Yeah. And I, I'd love to see it, honestly. Yeah. So um, nothing remarkable this season. But big things coming. And I still think it's going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. So the bigger question is what happens to John Gibson? Mm. Yeah. Um, has know, he, yeah. I, I can't remember. Has he expressed any interest in staying or no? I hear so many things about this. Like, I think he has requested a trade at some point, even yeah. last season, but he hasn't been traded. I, to be honest, I can't give you a definitive answer mm-hmm. on what John Gibson's thinking because I've heard it go all ways. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Yeah. But okay. If you're Anaheim, do you want Gibson? Nah, it's a... You could probably flip him for some really good assets. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been peak John Gibson in a while. No, but your goalie is just way too be, way too good to be bottom of the lottery. Bottom of the league, even. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, even with... Go get something with, for it. Yeah. Even with Gibson, they got the second overall pick, right? That's true. That is true. But, and like... Uh, <laughs> weren't they last in the league? Last year? Uh, yeah, they I, were. Yes, they 32nd were, yeah. in the league. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know if um, for John Gibson's sake, I mean, maybe just trade him and see what you can get. You could probably get someone will take him as a backup. Yeah, John Gibson as your backup as a backup. I was thinking starter, but yeah, like he's good enough to be a starter. Yeah. which means definitely someone will get him for a backup. Oh, right? like just a stacked goalie tandem. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, or you know, if there's an injury and someone needs a goalie. Yeah, which is inevitable at some point. So yeah, yeah I I don't know. I think Anaheim should just play some fun hockey and uh, you know just wait for this gibson trade and keep on rebuilding yep this is a team that you know if you want to go watch uh trevor zegers do thing and uh radko gudas beat some guys up and uh troy I'm terry S- yeah troy terry they have a lot of exciting skill yeah and uh you just want a fun night out in anaheim go go get some beer and watch some fun hockey maybe not winning hockey but yeah. like it's still entertaining i guess go to disney in the day go to the ducks at night yeah <laughs> go to i think uh the angel stadium or old golden road brewing is pretty close to it. So yeah. yeah, just have some beer and watch some fun hockey. This is, that's what this team is for yeah, this and year. Don't worry about the score. And don't worry about the score. Just it's entertainment yeah. at this point. So yeah. yeah lottery team. I have them seventh. Yeah, I do too. Moving on mm-hmm. up to Canada, Calgary flames. Yeah. I'm interested to see what you think about this because I, I have them sixth lottery team as well. I have them fifth fringe. Oh wow! Okay, I I think this is a bit of a wild card team. Not wild card, isn't wild card playoff spots like mm. wild card? Like I don't know what's going to happen here. Yes, you know, um, they had a few losses, like Tyler Toffoli going out, um, but then Igor Sharangovich coming in instead. Mm-hmm. Milan Lucic going out, but you know he's kind of at the tail end of his career as well. Yes, the biggest thing with Calgary is that the GM and the coach have changed, mm-hmm. and does that change the culture? Does that Ignite Jonathan Huberto? I was going to say, yeah. Does that, you know, get Elias Lindholm to stay? Um, what happens with Nazem Kadri? Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at their roster on paper, they underperformed last year. Of course. Absolutely. Right? So, if you get Huberto back, if you get Jacob Markstrom back, mm-hmm. as what you know they can be, this could easily be, like, a playoff team. Yeah. I'm not... I wouldn't say contender, but at least a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it's just a repeat of last year, then... This is kind of nowhere. Yeah, I for me personally, the reason I kind of wrote him off, if you want to call it that is uh, they lost tires to Foley and sure, like I think Huberto would have some huge shoes to fill um, just to like, you know, get this team. I think he would have to almost drag this team to the playoffs. And I, at what cost? It's not they're not. This is a team that's not doing damage in the playoffs. I wouldn't be- put it that far. There's other players. There's a Lindholm, Nazem Kadri. Michael Backlund. I don't know. Do you think they're going to thrive with a new coach? Because I I do remember seeing a lot of reports last year where they were like, screw Daryl Suttler. Yeah. They they were just not happy with the coach. They they just We hate this guy (laughs) and we're not staying here if he is like... So maybe that was the biggest issue. I just don't know. I, I don't know. I... I have a hard time believing this is a team that's gonna do some serious damage. Yeah. Honestly. So, with all the uncertainty, I just slapped him in the middle of the division. Okay. Calgary flames fifth, fringe. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I a lot of it's hard to, to play out, but I think this is also a team that's still somewhat reeling from the Kachuk trade that just oh, not destroyed him. They underperformed last year for sure. But like Yeah, like if they're if Huber- still feeling the effects. If Huberto put up his usual close to hundred points. Yeah. It would have been tight between him and Kachuk. Yeah. But, that might okay, that uh, might be the Huberto might be the X factor of this team. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. There's he has his support too, but a lot of this is riding on Huberto, So yep. we'll see. Um but that being said, I I don't see this team necessarily making damage in the playoffs. So uh what um sorry, I don't know if you mentioned what ranking did you put them in? Oh, I put them as sixth. And uh lottery. Lottery, lottery Ooh, yeah. All the in the lottery. Yeah. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I think we have some pretty different Pacific division yeah uh, lineups this, and I think, this time personally this is the division we watch the most just yes. being on the west coast yeah so big, um yeah yeah i think we have a lot of big opinions on this division yeah all right let's keep it in canada edmonton Hmm. this is a team that's in my opinion for sure making the playoffs oh absolutely yeah the this- question is are they cup contender or not i don't want to say yes Yet I'm gonna say no. I'm. I think this is a playoff team. I just don't know if it's a cup contender team because I don't know. It it still feels like they're just going all in on Sidle. Wouldn't you? How how long is this? Is that duo supposed to carry this team? Clearly, it didn't work against Vegas. Well, yeah. I I don't know. I. But that's just one year. I can. So you think it's just magically going to happen some year? Yeah, no, I this think, is hockey. Hockey I think, sh- shit happens in hockey. I think they're just going to keep getting shut down year after year until they get some help. I mean, they brought in some new wingers Connor Brown and Drake Kajula. Um, you know, they did lose Klim Costin and Kyler Yamamoto. They're basically mm-hmm. shuffling the deck around yeah. um, McDrysidle. Mm-hmm. But I will point, if we roll the time back about 10 to 15 years ago, I will point to you another team that had two top five centers. Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, yeah, that was what I was thinking immediately. I was like, he's going to say something about Crosby Malkin, oh, but like, yeah, I uh, do Is it the same though? Because the thing is, we've seen in the past couple years with even with um once you know San Jose or Burns had that breakout season, right? Yeah. Norris, and then they found out how to shut him down, and he was just no longer the same. Mm-hmm. Until I guess he went to Carolina and then did some damage again. Um, they they figured out Burns they mcdavid has been constantly the number one target in terms not like physical target but like in terms of the playoffs they're like shut him down yeah of course but who's to say they're not just gonna keep targeting those two the thing is i mean they're not really succeeding in shutting him down he had 153 points last year in the regular season i'm talking about the playoffs this is a team that's making the playoffs for sure wasn't he like the leading scorer in the playoffs for a long time and where did that get them Okay, but what I'm saying is you cannot put this on dry and McDade. I'm not. I'm just saying this is a team that's not going... I, this is a team that's making the playoffs. I just don't have them as a cup contender because no. I, they don't have enough, like, I think Their fatal flaw was goaltending in Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. I expect both of them to be better this year in the playoffs. Okay. Because Jack Campbell has been streaky. We've known that. Yeah. So he's the backup. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Stuart Skinner, I think this was his first real, like... Playoff run, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's young. I expect with time that he will get better and experience will get better. He went through it once. Yeah. Every team has their, uh, you know, cross to bear, not cross to bear, like they go through the, their trials. Yeah. Right. Even Crosby and Malkin yeah. went through it. I expect him to be better. Yeah. And if he is better and he puts up even just average goaltending, this is a whole different team. Really? Oh, I think so. Mm. I think they, they push Vegas to seven, and then who knows? Did they did it go to seven last time? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was in six. Six, right? Yeah. Um, But I think they push Vegas a lot more than they did this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, McDavid and Drysaddle, he, he gets better every year. Mm-hmm. They're in their primes right now. Yes. Like, I have this. This is a contender, and I have them third in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, But... You, I don't think you can discount this team that easily. I, yeah, I have them still third in the division, at, but the reason I have them as a playoff team, again, by no means am I saying uh, this is uh, McDavid or Drysdale's fault. They are practically carrying this team. And, that's, that and is, they should. That's, They're paid to do that. Yes, but that is my issue with it. A Stanley Cup winning team has depth, and I don't think this team has enough of that yet. Are you kidding me? They have depth. Yeah. This is, a, this is an old take on the Oilers of three years ago. I don't know. I still, I still think it's still the same team, more or less. They have Until Zach, they make it to the West Finals, I have a hard time believing they're... Just- Zach Hyman, Evander Kane, these are all what they're considering depth because it's depth behind McDavid and Dreisaitl. Right, but where was it in the playoffs? It was there. It was goaltending. That was the problem <laughs> okay. in the playoffs. And I think goaltending will be better this year. Okay. So why, but why specifically you just think it's one of those trials and tribulations things? Yes. And because of the age of the goaltender and what we've seen them do in the regular season, you know, they have that game in them. Yeah. And I think, you know, they probably should have switched from Skinner to Campbell earlier than they did. Okay. You know, these are mistakes your teams will learn from. Mm -hmm. And if you look at what they added and subtracted, it's basically just shuffling out some wingers, right? Mm -hmm. Like they are still the same team. Yeah. And they were my cup pick last year. Mm-hmm. So there's no way I'm dropping them out of contender this year. Okay, fair enough. I, I think this is just one of those teams we can agree to disagree. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have them same position third. But I until they go far in the playoffs, like at least third round, I, I'll believe when I see it. All right. Yeah. All right. I just think they, there's too much riding on McDavid and Drysdale. And those are two players on the roster that you can shut down. So, Uh, no, we'll see how we'll see how this playoffs goes. But this is a team for sure making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Let's see everything else. Let's see after that. So. All right. Coming back to California. Yes. Los Angeles Kings. Yes. Playoffs for sure. I have them actually not with the additions of this uh, offseason. I'm second this time in the division. Same. I have them second in the division. I could see them swapping with Edmonton. Yeah. But I have them as a contender. Yeah. I I think I put them. I put him as a playoffs, but easily this could... Yeah, playoffs slash contender. Yeah. Yeah. And just look at that center depth. Mm-hmm. Anze Kopitar. Still, pl- still top uh, top scorer. From- still top scorer last year. And he's in his 30s, so yeah. good for him. <laughs> uh, Philip Deneau, yeah. who is like the shutdown guy. Yeah. And possible Selke candidate now that Bergeron's retired. True. Um, and they just added Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah. Crazy. That is a killer center line. Crazy. Yeah. And any one of those three, you can move to wing if you want yeah. to stack your top six. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, they have Kevin Fiala, Victor Arvidson. Um, they did lose Alex Ayafalo and Gabe Velarde, Yeah, which I think will kind of hurt a little bit. But they got Pierre-Luc Dubois. But yeah. Pierre <laughs> I'm taking that trade. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. um, they brought back Trevor Lewis for some depth. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a team that's better than last year. Yes. And they were a solid playoff team last year. They fought Edmonton. That was a fun series to watch. Yeah. So I think they've taken a step and I think I put them in contender. So I think the one thing that's questionable is their goaltending where they have a tandem of Phoenix Copley and Cam Talbot, but we've seen tandem goalies do it before. Mm -hmm. And I believe in this team's systems when I watch them play, they're a lot of fun to watch, and they're very structured. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's a good enough goalie tandem to get them into the conversation of being a cup contender. Do they have enough assets to their name where they could maybe possibly trade for Gibson? Would that put them over the edge? i, I mean, put them I, over the edge in a good way. I mean, I won't say, I'm won't. i going to say no just on the fact that that's Anaheim trading with LA, a star player. Within mm, the division. Not even just within the division. That's like, you know, you could walk there. I'm exaggerating, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like compared yeah. to anywhere else, okay. right? Like why would you send a, such a star player, right? Like depth true. is one thing. Yeah. If it helps both teams, but a star like Gibson. Yeah. Okay. That's true. That is true. Yeah. That's not a maybe smart decision long-term. Yeah. It'd have to be like, um, you know how Martin Jones went from LA to San Jose through Boston. Yeah. You have to be something like that, God. you know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so la would have to get a third okay fair enough yeah Yeah. can you imagine if this team just somehow got a hellebuck at the trade deadline oh oh my god yeah i mean they're gonna get a goalie right they have to get a goalie yeah so or i don't say they have to but if they're gonna get something yeah it's gonna be a goalie right yeah this is this is a team that can easily go over the edge in terms like yeah this is a i I don't want to say as go as far to say this is a tampa level team but if all the things fall in their favor it could be it could be for sure yeah and even if they don't do it this year they could do it next year yeah this is not their window isn't i didn't say window opening. opening yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah the windows reopening they had a pretty like, decent rebuild kopitar and dowdy are gonna get older mm-hmm. um but you know kopitar can slide over on wing dowdy might be questionable but he's still playing, he's really still playing. Well. yeah i was gonna say he's not like he's bad anymore you know, yeah so, so uh, I am high on the LA Kings. I'm second in the division yeah. contender. Yeah. yeah. I have se- second as well. Playoffs slash contender. Yeah. All right. Last California team, the San Jose Sharks, our hometown team. Dumpster fire. I have them last in the division. They're not relevant. Yeah, I have them like them in Arizona will fight for. I mean, San Jose will have a home at least, but like they will fight for just one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. Honestly, and like this was a team that last year was twenty ninth in the whole league out of thirty two because Eric Carlson just and that was with Eric Carlson yeah. putting up a hundred something points. Yeah, they don't have him now. And Timo Meyer putting up thirty something goals. Yeah, this both is, of those players are gone. Yeah, this is a team that I I have them thirty second in the league. This is a season long training camp. Yes. Yeah. So I, I would like to say, though, we did uh, mention a couple of seasons or a couple episodes ago where there's teams, there's players on this team that have something to prove, um, you know, contracts or bridge deals, whatever. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be playing for something. And while this is, like you said, season long training camp, I think this is the start of a new look San Jose Sharks. And this yeah. is, again, where we talk about building culture and stuff. It's going to start this season. Yeah. So I, you know what I want to see from San Jose this year, I want to see, um, you know, even ice time, just put four lines out and roll them. Yeah. The game doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? This is a lottery team. This is yeah. the last team in the league for sure. Yeah. I want to see like different line combinations, give players a fair chance, right? Like if you're going to bring in prospects and, you know, like Eklund and then just stick them on the fourth line and not give them a chance to play with someone like Couture or Earl, yeah. That's not really helping, right? Yeah. Put him up there for 10 games. Yeah. See what he does. You want to know what you have so you can make the right moves in the Experiment. Yeah, Yeah. experiment. You remember when, uh, when, I can't remember what year it was, but when Sanity happened in the New York Knicks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, what if that happens here? Like, what if all of a sudden, you know, is good to go or Eklund's good to go? You mm-hmm. know, like just try shit, basically. Yeah, like, and you want to try them in different situations, right? Yeah. Like, is Eklund a penalty killer? Yeah. in the NHL, is Eklund a power play specialist? In the Will he league? step up, be the tough guy if one of his you know teammates is getting ragged around? Whatever. Yeah, he's kind of tiny, so I doubt that. But you never, you, you know. never know. Yeah, you never know. Tyler Johnson did it. <laughs> true. So, true. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not expecting Will Smith to play this year. Yeah, I think Will Smith committed to playing in college. Yes, this year. So, um, he'll be coming in next year. But basically. You want to see tryouts and who's going to stay? Like, Philip Zadina is trying to find a place to stay. Maybe it's San Jose. Yeah. Um, Some of these other players are clearly, if they're good, we'll ship them at the deadline, you know, like Mike Hoffman. I don't expect Hoffman to be here long term. No, I don't either. Um, Kevin LeBanc is finally on his last year of his deal. I think he's out after this too. Yeah, that was a mistake of a contract. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot of these were, but... Yeah. I think Um, what... in terms of Sharks fans, I think we're waiting for the Vlasic contract to expire, and that will truly be the end of like, the whole yeah. look, Sharks. But so, I think this is the inception of the new look. Yeah. So Vlasic has uh, three years left. Yes. So if Eklund and Bordalo play this year, which they're projected to, mm-hmm. um, they will be done with their entry-level contracts the same time Vlasic comes off the books. Perfect. So they've timed it perfectly. Yeah. Um, I think they're in a good position to be good in about two to three years. Mm-hmm. Just but in that time, it's basically like Anaheim, go to the SAP center, have some, uh, have some beer, watch some entertaining hockey. Yeah. Win or lose. Don't go for the score. Just, just have fun. Yeah. Go and see what Eklund's up to. Yeah. Just, just go watch hockey. this, this is a team that's not doing anything and they have nothing to lose. And that's why you should go watch. Them. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah. And I, I've, like you said, I hope they build the culture. And I hope, um, you know, that you start seeing some future leaders like Couture's not gonna be there forever. Yeah. So uh, that's what we want to see this year. One last question as Bias Sharks fans, do you feel relieved now that Carlson's gone? Because I kind of do. Uh I wouldn't say relieved. I would say I'm glad that they did it and didn't wait for this season. Yeah. That's what I'm relieved about. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm relieved about. I was like, can you imagine if he put up that monster season? And then he just wasn't good anymore. We got nothing for yeah, it. Yeah, or, you know, got an ankle sprain or something. Yeah. just I was, you, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like That would have just been like, oh, that would have pushed me over the edge. But yeah, yeah. I would have not been happy with it. And I'm kind of glad they got rid of that. And I feel like the boys can play just just play just experiment just have fun so. yeah and i think goalie is still kind of a question like is kabo cocking in the real thing or we'll who's find gonna out. play goal yeah we'll find out a so. lot of questions in san jose but i think we'll have fun finding the answers yes uh yeah eighth in the division lottery team yep moving on to seattle Hmm. this is um I, so it's interesting because i i have them fourth middle of the pack but at the same time i almost have them like for sure playoffs I don't I, even want to put them as a fringe team. I'm uh, exactly the same. Fourth okay. team playoffs. Yeah. And um, th- I, I would say they, they surprised some people last year. They surprised yeah. us, certainly. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. thought they were getting dumped, <laughs> and they beat the they Rainy beat, Cup champs. Yeah, that was wild. And didn't they take Dallas to seven? I did Longer than I expected them to. Yeah, yeah. So you I was know. like, what the heck? This is a team that with you know, some fight to them. Sure, but they lost. You know, Morgan Geeky, I think, was a big loss. Yeah. Um, Donskoy. Yeah, Donskoy. Yeah. I believe he retired. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I They also have, like, they, they bought in uh, Pierre... Uh, sorry. What's his name?
1: Pierre, Pierre Edward, Edward Belmar. Bel- 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 they
0: bought yeah. in Pierre Edward Belmar, Bel- and I think that's a good... At least in Tampa and Colorado, he was a big um, veteran presence, and, you know, like, w- with guys like veneers, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a it's a good look. It's a good, you know, good addition, at least, uh, in terms of death. Yeah. I i am not too sure what the biggest weakness is to be totally honest um it's goaltending it's still mm, philip yeah, grubauer you're right. like you're right philip grubauer yeah that's you're right it's because it's inconsistent yeah you don't and, know what you're getting so. and they have a prospect joey decord who is projected to play at least from cap friendly mm-hmm. so we'll see what he's like i think the bigger question for seattle is does shane wright make the team Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you were following that story that glows, he is yeah. now AHL eligible. Yeah, so at I least to lean in the A this year. Yeah, so they could potentially moving up, move him up and down. He's a two way right now, right? Yeah, yeah, for now, yeah. So, um, they could potentially move him up and down from the A. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I Seattle, I, I think they have a pretty decent like you know core. And I believe they just uh they extended um Ron Francis, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I I think um they are pretty much kind of locking in their core and they, they got a good core. Jared McCann, Vince Dunn, Eberly, Baneers, Gord. I, I, this is a good team. This yeah. is a balanced team. Yeah. There's a good core in this team, but they don't have quite the contender edge of no. like Edmonton, LA or Vegas yet. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, playoff team, but, Fun Exciting team to, to watch, watch, I think. Yeah, yeah, fun team to watch. I was like, this is a division rival, and I'm like, dang, I'm kind of like rooting for them. Like, yeah, well, that's because we're not relevant right now. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But yeah, fun team to watch for sure. Playoffs, and let's see if they surprise us again. All right, let's finish out with uh the last Canadian team, Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, this is um an enigma. Yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> I I have them. I have them as a lottery team. Um, Fifth in the division. Um, and honestly, I'm trying to wrap my head around what the plan is here. <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell you what it is. I mean, up up till now, they thought they were good. Yeah, but they weren't. And then there's all these trade rumors surrounding JT Miller for what feels like two seasons now. Brock Besser's trade trade rumors. Yeah. I, I I don't know. And meanwhile, Elias petterson's putting up a hundred points. Yeah, I I really couldn't tell you what the plan is here. This feels almost like Philly. Hmm. Uh, so yeah i put them as a fringe team just because on paper they should be good yeah like if thatcher demko has a decent season mm-hmm. and you know you get the usual amount of contribution from everywhere else quinn hughes gets a little bit better Elias peterson puts up his points i can see this team fighting yeah. for a playoff spot yeah I, I so the thing is you say it's a good team on paper and like i felt that way about uh, them before the, even the Bo Horvat trade. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is this team not better than they should be? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, the same way we just listed off those depth players in Seattle mm-hmm. having a balanced core. I was like, I felt like that way about this team earlier, but they just didn't get it together. Yeah. I I'm not sure what the problem was it's i think everyone's looking at vancouver and just scratching their heads yeah like what is this i'm like why is why is this not working yeah Yeah. that's kind of what i i don't really have anything to add to this because i'm like what the hell is happening like yeah um you know they extended Niels hoglander which is cool he was a good player yeah um they finally got out from ekman larson yeah that was not a good contract for them yeah so i see some moves here to kind of settle the boat i feels like but what they're actually going to do, who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to understand, are they tr- trying to trend upwards? Or are they trying to just go downwards a little bit, get better? I, yeah, and I, I feel like they haven't done either. I, yeah, that's So exactly. I have to leave yes. them as a fringe team and somewhere in the middle. I have them sixth. Yeah. yeah, I have them Yeah, fifth lottery just because I'm, I'm going based on historical past. I'm just going to yeah. guess it's a lottery team. So well, Vancouver, make up your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota too. You guys do that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last but not least, we've been through all other 31 teams. Yeah. And finally, we have your reigning champion. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights. Absolutely. Cup contender. First in division. Yeah. They'd really, even with the losses they had, I still expect them to be good. I expect, I expect them to uh, run it back. I think this is a team that's going for a, a repeat. Yeah. So I like, I, if I had to make a really way too early prediction, this is, they're going for a cup number two this year. Oh, okay. So. I was, uh, yeah, I, I have nothing to add. We, we've already talked about their system, how you should rent and not buy in Vegas. And mm-hmm. um, any player that somehow puts on the, uh, the gold helmet just suddenly turns into God. So And, you know, they've, they've changed. I think they've changed the landscape of the NHL, right? Yeah. If someone good shows up, they'll get them yeah like you had aiden hill who went on this massive run and was really well in the playoffs couldn't stop a beach ball in san jose though yeah so for whatever figure <laughs> but what i was saying you know let's aiden hill let's say he has another great season yeah do you think vegas would hesitate if connor hellbuck is really available no they'll just swap him out yeah yeah, they'll be like, "Here's hell. Thanks for winning us this cup. Bye." Yeah, there's no loyalty in yeah. Vegas. Like, and Riley Smith is gone, and he was he just won the cup with them, and I think he was there since the inception draft. Yeah, he's a uh, an original misfit. Yeah, and they were just like, "Thanks for helping us win the cup. Bye." Yeah, <laughs> you shipped him out. <laughs> I mean, I think also with the cap, there were some issues there. But I, of course, like, yes. But yeah. like, there's no such thing as loyalty in Vegas, and in a strangely weird wicked way that is why they keep winning and that's why i think they'll win again yeah so yeah this is a team i ha- yeah that's that's the only analysis it doesn't matter who's playing for what if you uh, don't matter to the cup goal uh, you're getting sent out Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a Vegas fan, maybe just buy a jersey with your last name on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the back. I mean, I feel like you could buy some of their OG team and you would still be... Yeah, Flurry. You, I guess, yeah, is fine. That one's a Flurry jersey. True, yeah. yeah and you, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Flurry's fine. Stone is probably fine. They also just want a cup. Anyone from that team you can Michael's have their jersey. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. March is probably fine. Yeah, whatever. The yeah. Point is, this is a team that just somehow just going to blow everyone out the water because they have a winning strategy. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it on a previous episode. You can go listen to that if you would like. Um, yeah. yeah. First in division cup contender. I think they're going to run it back. Yeah. yeah. Same. First and division cup contender. Um. There's still questions on if Robin Leonard is going to be healthy enough to play this year. But mm. I don't think they're worried. Yeah. I, at this point... This is a team where it's like, you know, that really good employee where you're like, ah, they'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just going to figure it out and just way over deliver. And yeah. Yeah. And this is someone who absolutely hates Vegas as a very buy Sharks fan. This mm-hmm. is a team that has their shit figured out. They're going to run it back. I think they've found a strategy to win. Yeah. And until someone breaks it, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Or they break themselves, which yeah it, they've, it almost seems. Do you feel like they've bulletproofed their strategy? Not really, because it relies on the flexibility to be able to move these players and having the money to do so, right? Yeah. So, you know, if something stops that flexibility, right? Like... Like what would, though? Like players having no movement clauses or not signing in Vegas unless they get a no movement clause or something like that. I don't think they would give that player, though. They'd just be like, okay, you can go sign somewhere else. So, but then, um, you know, this is... I'm just making this off the top of my head, but then, like... What if the quality of the players you can get drops because good quality players won't come to you without a no-movement clause? You know, something like that. Oh. I or see. um the CBA changes where it restricts how their training happens. You know, mm. you know, I'm take the parallel of Formula One, where you have a set of rules to build the cars, and then every few years those rules change. Yeah. And teams move up and down because they can't adapt mm. to the new rules, right? Got it. But that's what I think what it would take to stop making a strategy at this point. Yeah. Some rule changing. Got it. You know, it's not like I expect them to just fall off a cliff sometime because if you're a player falling off a cliff, they ship you out. Yeah. They find a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They've... It doesn't seem like no movement clauses is really even a thing in Vegas, so... And I remember um, the thing when Vegas first started uh, was a concern. was like, oh, are the Raiders going to come and take all their fans? Yeah. But now that The Raiders aren't even good. Yeah. When the Raiders aren't even good, the Knights just won a championship. Yeah. Vegas is quickly establish themselves as a hockey town yeah the way tampa has as well yeah and so, i i the a's are coming in soon oh yeah I, that's, that's right yeah. i don't think also baseball and hockey seasons don't overlap that much no, so really. i don't think it'll matter yeah but yeah the, very random tangent but like damn going to an a's game outdoors in 120 degree summer heat oh man, yeah jesus i mean arizona manages it somehow that's true yeah i think they have a covered stadium though they I'm might sure. or they have misters all the time yeah i don't yeah. know yeah Anyways, digress. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a team that's just... Yeah. I, until until they fall and fail, I don't believe they will. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So. It's like the anti-Toronto. <laughs> Basically. <Yeah. laughs> oh, come on, man. I had to get a leaf shot in there. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. All uh, right. Uh, what's your one through eight for this division? Yeah. So, Vegas first as a contender. Mm-hmm. Um, Los Angeles second, mm-hmm. also a contender. Edmonton third as a contender. Um, Seattle fourth, playoff team. Calgary fifth, Vancouver sixth, both fringe teams, and then Anaheim seventh, San Jose eighth, both lottery teams. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Mine's very similar versus Vegas Cup contender. LA is play, second playoff slash contender. Third Edmonton playoffs. Uh, four Seattle playoffs. Um, five Vancouver lottery, just because, you know, like I said, historical past. Six Calgary lottery. Um, seven Anaheim lottery and eighth San Jose lottery. All right. All right. So after all that debating, it's pretty similar. I think all we debate on is if Edmonton's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. That yeah. one we disagreed on. But I guess we will see. Yeah. This is our last season preview. Yeah. So before um, we sign off, actually, yeah. in terms of now that we've talked about all four divisions, um, overall strongest, overall weakest, what are, What are your thoughts? I think strongest division is the Metro. Yeah. And um, I have Carolina coming out of the East overall mm-hmm. from the Metro. I think the weakest division is the Central. Yeah. And, um, actually I should say from the West, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Vegas yeah. coming out from the West, but I way too early cup prediction for me is Carolina. Okay. I, okay. We have some shock, shockingly similar views. So I think Pacific is the weakest division, mm-hmm. um, and Metro strongest division overall Vegas, I think coming out of the West. And I think again, Carolina, yeah. Coming out of the East. Yeah. but I have Vegas winning. Ooh. So, okay. Yeah. Gonna be spicy. Way too early, but yeah. Let's see. And we're both gonna get clowned on when the Rangers win the cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Minnesota just tells us to fuck off. And yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Here's the cup you guys wanted. Yeah. yeah. Are we done here? Yeah. <laughs> leave us alone. God. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Yeah, it's time to sign off. Yeah. <laughs> this was our last preview. If yeah. you enjoyed this one, you can check out our previews for the other three divisions. Um, by the time this comes out, we will be. One day away from the preseason, Hell starting yeah. on the Saturday. Hell so, yeah. well, next episode we'll have hockey to talk about, and we'll catch up on some storylines that maybe we missed while doing these previews. Mm-hmm. So, guess keep it tuned here to Glass Seats. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and Google. We are also on YouTube and Instagram at Spud Network Podcast is the handle. You can check out this show, and you can check out all of our other shows there. This is it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.